0: do
1: I'll do you smooth. Don't you okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. Wow. Oh, my God. Damn, I'm, actually, I was telling you guys that I have been watching on Hulu the Pam and Tommy, um, the videotape that got, you know, stolen back in the day. So, now they're doing this thing on Hulu, which I was trying to turn it on here for you because um, I don't want to ruin it for because you said, Danny, you're actually going to watch it. Yeah. Dude, I am t- highly suggest it. You're going to see Tommy Lee in a whole other life. Yes, we are live. You can't hear? Mm -mm. Put your headphones on. Now you can hear. hear. What? Yep. Oh, well, hang on. I got you. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Where's your plug at? It's over here somewhere. I'll plug you in. But either either way, Daniel, you're going to... There you go. Now you can hear me, huh? I'm in. There you go. Stuck it in. Um, Welcome to the Matrix. Once until you (laughs) see Tommy Lee's junk. Dude, I, I was completely unexpected to see this show. Motley Crue, Tommy Lee, and I met Tommy a long time ago. I'll tell you a story about that later on. Oh, but I know
1: I know this one. Yeah. It's a good
0: one. Yeah, Tommy was a cool cat, but I didn't really know if he was going to be good or not. But it's on Hulu. Highly suggest watching it too, Jose. It's serious, man. All right, I'll be watching Pam, though I'm not... Don't no, I'm not, I'm not, I don't yeah. want to look at his junk. I just, I think <laughs> they use it as a... Tool? It's a character. It, oh, it's, it's actually part of the show dude you're i'm i, I don't want to give it away i'm
2: uh, watching tonight is
1: that stand-up or
0: what no dude it's it's, fucking, it's just fucking stupid and funny <laughs> but it, and interesting honestly i didn't know a lot i mean i knew that the tape got stolen the sex tape that he made with pam but i didn't know how it all went down so it's kind of an interesting seth rogan uh plays the guy that stole the tape and there's a lot of people in this this show but it's very interesting, oh, it but sound, it's not like a documentary. Then? No, it's a oh. it's like an actual series, and it's uh, I think right now they're only doing like four episodes at a time right now. Yeah. But dude, super cool. So check it out. But anyway, it's Randy's Rock Life. We are talking music on this episode. Something that is very dear to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, each of us are kind of bringing music taste to the table on this one. Uh, I'll open the floor. Whichever one you guys want to go first. Basically, music. Let's say is a kid. That maybe you heard as a kid or something some, like something that that influenced, you. that influenced you as a kid. Let's start with that one first, um, because let's let's you know we were younger then because that might have influenced where you are today. Perhaps
1: I'd say, I'd say for me some of my influences is uh, uh, comes in the form of rock and gangster rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Def Leppard comes to mind. Yes, List, listen to them quite a bit. ACDC. Uh, from from that to gangster rap NWA Ice Cube Ice T you know Oh, dude Ice T
0: Yeah dude, it, it's it's so funny now to ice see Ice T whoa you went old school Yeah I will even school. go older school Kid Frost Oh my Yeah dude
1: Yeah I got I got I got some of the gangster rap from the Latino side and from and from the uh the brother side
0: Nice Órale Órale <laughs> Um Dude, that ain't WA. I mean, I remember Naughty by Nature. Yeah. Nasty as a wannabe. Hip hop parade. <laughs> Bang, dude, it was some shit. My mom threw some crap. Oh, man. She beat a cassette tape with a hammer once because my buddies and I had a boombox outside our house and she didn't like it. And she came out. I even think she had a joint in her mouth at the time. And she came out and busted fucking Naughty by Nature and a cassette tape out on the uh, concrete and busted up. Oh, dude, it was all my friends were like. Damn. But anyway, so influence that, like that rap, you think? Yeah, yeah, it did. It did.
1: It just, it's just like when you listen to it, you just get pumped up and, and it just, it's just a nice flow of rhythm uh, with the beats and stuff. And you're just like, you just get into it. It just sucks you in. But I mean, like, uh, with uh Def Leppard, you know, seeing videos for the first time, eighties, you know, M T V. Yeah. You're seeing oh my God, you're yeah. seeing these hot women scantily dressed Dude. and you're just like Tony Katane oh, oh my God, I <laughs> want to be a rock star. But Dude. but just hearing the rhythm of the guitar just it just does something to me.
0: I like that, Jose. Younger years. What do you think?
2: Well, uh, so I have an interest. I th- I think it's an interesting upbringing with music and everything. You know, our, our, we have a lot of family members that are musically inclined, so music is a big part of oh, our yeah, lives and everything. Definitely. But check this out, guys. So as a young man, I actually learned English to a lot of radio songs that you know you guys probably are. Very familiar with uh, La Isla Bonita, remember, by Madonna. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, that song, this is when I first started listening to the radio. That would pop on, and obviously that'd be the only thing I'd understand. And I'd be like, Mom, Mom, that Isla Bonita song is on. And she's like, ah, whatever, shut up. <laughs> Smack. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Go clean your room. Anyways, uh, so I learned English through a lot of these, uh, you know, American songs and everything. But uh, to me, the very first vivid memories of music are waking up, you know, on the weekends, you know, after my father had a pretty good weekend himself. You know, and and, uh, listening to the old school stuff that, you know, us Mexicans uh, grew up with, you know, Jose Alfredo Jimenez, uh, Vicente Fernandez, all these greats that have, you know, unfortunately long gone now. But, you know, I have a, I crisscross between a lot of English and Spanish and I love it because Mm -hmm. it's the best of both worlds. Yeah. You know, on the one hand, I can enjoy a soup dog like Danny over here, but then I can crank it up with, you know, with some Antonio Aguilar and get down with it and drink some modelos
0: and and, uh, make a night of it. Whereas, um, did you grow up in the time of, like, Selena, for example? I mean, was that kind of, like, right in... Because she was doing uh, the American record, I think, about that. Or was trying to be. Right, yeah. right. The 90s. And yeah. I
2: think all that, for us, we're... I consider us 90s babies and all that, but... Yeah. Uh, but that was a, a really cool decade because it was a mesh of everything. You yes, had your. It was. That was the beginning, I believe, of grunge. Rap, of grunge. Yeah, and, yep, uh, absolutely. And you have the gangster rap taking off right there. You had a lot of R and B, the the boy big boy bands, um, and then yeah, you had Selena up in there. And uh, on the Mexican side, you had a lot of like, the big thing back then was like romantic songs and all these groups like the Merarios and the Industria del Amor and all these you know old school cats now. But um, the '90s was great, I think, to this day.
0: Oh, absolutely. I yeah. mean, I had no idea about Ricky Martin, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean that was that was kind of t- shit. Hey, mi vida loca. Yeah, I, I didn't know. Um man, yeah, you know, I think there is a a variety of that. I think cuz when I think about the crossover and especially at that time because I remember the Selena song being big when I was in high school, um, you know, one of her biggest hits would that it, it crossed over yep. because obviously there were a lot of people that did not know. And, and I I knew more now because I lived in South Texas right. and I learned, you know, in Corpus where She's from and just the, all that was just a lot of history. But it, it made me really pay attention. And maybe that's why I'm you know, marrying a Hispanic now. Hey. Um, <laughs> the writing was on the wall, right? Land <laughs> Land love, baby. Dude, I'm Land telling you, yeah, that's love. what happened.
2: But, um, but I think, you know, with with uh, Selena, it kind of like Biggie Smalls, right? They People knew of them. Yeah, they didn't really blow up until, unfortunately, they passed away. And for me, yeah. Selena, I knew of Selena, I knew maybe a few songs, but I didn't really know her, know her like that until you know she died. And then the movie came out, and she worldwide sensation now. But oh yeah, there was so much about that
0: story that we didn't know. But you know, just the influence of music right, at that right. time mm-hmm. for sure.
1: So Jose, did you ever get into John Cicada?
0: Dude, I was just thinking. I just that, that ah, was that was one of my job.
1: my first uh, Latin experiences yeah. with, with music. Um, Absolutely.
2: Well, no, not really. Um, Not taking anything away from him. You know, he's a a great artist and everything. I I don't know much of him. I know he's either Puerto Rican or Cuban and something like that, but, uh, you know, you have other influences that way too. But I think around that time, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, the 90s, maybe early 2000s, is that when he came out or blew up? Yeah, yeah. Something like that? Right around there. Yeah, I don't know. I was still probably listening to Eminem or – you know, K R S one or 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 Rockham or uh lighter shade of brown or, or uh, <laughs> Cypress Shader. Cypress Hill or Cypress whoever. Hill.
1: I, I got one for
0: both you. Let's do do it. Gloria Stefan. Oh absolutely She's beautiful like, to beautiful beautiful this beautiful stuff, day. Stuff, man. She's gorgeous to this day. Yeah, yes. absolutely. You know, I mean there was there was a lot of music that inspired and I think that's the thing is as we inch close into the decades of our years. Um, that's what I want to kinda focus on is just like the music that inspired you. Because I don't know about you. If I hear a song it will immediately take me back to that time, whether it be that girl or I was with, you know, whoever at that time. And it's like, doesn't matter. I'll flip through. It's so much easier now when you have Sirius XM or whatever, you can just flip through. You don't have to listen to whatever you want now. And especially on your phones. But, dude, if I'm channel surfing, I hear a song, I'm like, oh, roller Col- skating. Color me bad. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. I love color me bad till this day.
0: Then throw some silk in there. Stop. Oh, for me, baby. Me. Some shy. Yeah. Shy. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just, that's the thing. It's the muse, Music is such a powerful thing. And I think that's the thing. So that's why I wanted to ask, like, influence-wise. So any more for your... for? Well, you know, a
2: lot of them you only have so much time right when you have with uh, music and growing up and so on so I had to kind of dedicate my time between half English half Spanish you know but to me I mean some of the greats that we know Michael Jackson Billy yeah. Joel mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, um, I've learned to appreciate Michael Jackson early on I guess um, one of the best birthday gifts I ever got was from my aunt uh, my tia Roberta who gave me you know remember those little Walkmans back in the day yeah. push oh, yeah. button Walkmans and, yeah, yeah. and she gave me the Michael Jackson Thriller album oh. <gasps> one of the best, best gifts I've ever gotten album. in my life and, you know, to this day, I'm still an MJ fan. Um, you know, one of the greatest artists ever. Oh, nice Prince, um, you know, I love a lot of the greats that people have come to know. But, uh, you know, I also like a lot of hidden gems, too. You know, uh, for those those Lobos, people know. Oh, you know blah, 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 blah. oh, those guys are, they can jam. Yeah, they good. can get down. Mm-hmm. Things like that. So um, I'm very proud that I can, you know, take both cultures and, and make them yeah. my own. Um,
0: were, like your, a, were your parents uh, upset with you with listening to American music? As a kid?
2: Um, Yes and no. I think they kind of knew it was going to head that way. But uh, um, I think what really bothered them more was, uh, (laughs) Danny will appreciate this, when I started listening to more of that gangster... Chicano <laughs> Spanish rap, where they understood it, but they're talking about "I'm gonna shoot your fucking girlfriend" and blah blah blah. They're like, uh, then I saw my mom's eyebrow go up, like "Well, cabron," and threw that shoe at my head. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs>
0: what the fuck are you using?
2: Yeah, but you uh, got a shoe, I
0: got a flip flop.
2: Oh, I, I got everything, man. Yeah, yeah. Telephone Ashtray. cord, flash yeah, water. Yeah. Oh, we can go on and on about that.
0: Yeah, that's. you know, I think that's the thing. Influence, man, is in. I, when I look back, it's like my mom. Um, and, I mean, one of the stepdads I had growing up, that music was such an influence to me. They were big. They were big into the the rock, which at now is now classic. But, right. you know, I mean, like I said, the Meatloaf album, dude, I fell asleep listening to that record. Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, uh, Ozzy, all that kind of stuff. It, I would fall asleep to that music. And it wasn't until I got a little bit more an in, inching into high school. And I was still rock stuff. I still loved rock. I never caught the country boat. I did. I grew up in
1: the country and I didn't. Mm-hmm. Grandma. Grandma introduced me to old school country. Boxcar really? Willie. Oh,
0: there you go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. George Street. Yeah. yeah. Reba uh-huh.
1: McIntyre, Alabama.
0: And do do you do you feel like that was, because it was your grandma, you felt like it was like, okay, I'll, I'll give it this a whirl. I mean, you know, just by listening to it or what?
1: I, I just, I mean, for me, what draws me to music is, is the instruments, the rhythm. The rhythm. Yep. Yeah. And I, and I go from, you know, Latin music to gangster rap to R&B to hard rock yep. to I even listen to French music now. There you go. So I listen to a, a lot of oui? everything. Wee wee? See.
2: Oh, oh wait. that's Spanish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, a funny thing, uh, years when I was over in uh, Italy and Greece, they were playing more Spanish music than they were playing regular music.
0: Really? Of, of their own, yeah. Well, that's, that's interesting. A bit. A bit. Interesting. What, um, you know, I mean, I don't know if you guys spent any of the time at any of the skate lands here in town. Um, That was definitely a hangout point. I grew up around Skate Rink when I was uh, in school and in my small country town, and that was the biggest thing. It was like... (gasps) every rose has a thorn is on, let's go couple skate, you know? And, dude, I'm telling you, and, and I ain't gonna lie, I got my very first hummer to that song. Um, but oh, uh, you too? Nice. Yeah, yeah, I know. That was that was a big song for me. Um, but, nice. yeah, it's... Uh, I think that those are, like... Staples in your life, songs like that. When you can hear that, like I said, I hear it now, and I'm like, oh, well, like outside the post office, you know, and I remember that.
2: But you know what I did the other day, guys? So YouTube is a motherfucker, right? It's got whatever and anything oh, you want. Right, yes. So I don't know how I derived on this channel where you know you pay, you play the top. I don't know twelve songs of whatever year, you know, from nineteen eighty through two thousand, whatever, and I just kind of let it roll. And you're you're sitting like in a time warp, and you, yeah. you hear these songs, you're like, oh my god, yes, I remember that. You're like, all right, yeah, I remember going to Orchard Street. Uh, we would party there. Half the night would be dedicated to Garth Brooks, and the other half would be dedicated to you know Lighter Shade of Brown or whatever right. it was, because that's what we did back then. But uh, it was so cool, man. It, it really did take me back, and I'm like, oh. And I sat down and wrote like a little timeline. And you forget about some of these artists and how good they were back then, honestly, compared to what we have now. And, yes, I'm going to be one of those guys. I'm with you. We had better music way back then yeah. than we do now.
1: Yes. I, I would say say this. The music now needs to take a page from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, yeah. 90s, and mm-hmm. early 2000s. Because what they're putting out at out here is just, it's not good. Well, it's just
2: too easy and, and lazy, to be yeah. honest with you. I mean, it's, it's just, and Randy can speak to this better because, you know, I think people are just, work, they rely too much on the technology these days. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh, I, I agree.
0: Yeah. When I know, when I heard the radio of the uh, um, macaroni in a pot, that's a waft, that, what? i like, what, what the fuck? Really? <laughs> This is what we have out here now. But I mean, come most on.
1: most of the music you listen to, the words don't even match up with with even the instruments. Right. No. It's like no. come on, you got to collaborate together.
0: Well, it's like so many people lip sync now, too. Yeah. That's a big thing, you know. And there is a there's it in being in a rock format and then work and I've always had like a country station. In our radio station clusters Everywhere I've ever worked In radio All around the country It's always been like that So it always cracks me up Because like Oh it's those guys And they're all talking about <laughs> us I'm like Well what are you talking about what you, uh, Whatever man yeah, I know You, was- you guys were into Black Sheep Oh 100% like,
2: like Crips and Bloods Or something over there. <laughs> Yeah I know It
0: was all like You know The Jets and the Sharks It's like We're snapping our fingers But dude It was crazy And it made awesome. me laugh And I'm like Dude it, it to mu- Music is music to me It's like Dude Absolutely. I met Leanne Rhymes. You know I didn't know that She was kind of horn out at the time But you know what I would not that, that at that point. I was like, So you're saying there's a chance, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I met her at the uh, what a uh, CenturyLink her? way back. Oh, cool! Yeah, cool. yeah, I had no idea, but then it, of course it came out a couple months later that there was an affair going on, a bunch of other stuff, yeah. and I'm like, Damn, but it's t- so close, dude. I know, I'm like, That was my chance. Um, but, <laughs> but the, it. The country format to me, especially in radio, it was all like you always got to be, "Hey Billy, here's the new one from blah blah blah," and I'm like, "Dude, why?" It seemed fake to me, mm-hmm. and I'm not dogging on country completely, right. but to me, yes, you have to be so. Ugh. But then it's like, dude, you listen to some of this broke country that's out there now.
1: Yeah, gangster country rap. Hmm. It makes no sense. I mean,
0: Nelly is on country too yeah. now. You know, and it's like, I don't know, it was just really interesting to me. And I'm not dogging country format because I have I filled in one time on country, and they got pissed at me because I said something about hooking up with your sister in NASCAR. And they never wanted me back on radio again <laughs> over there. And I realized, oh, you can't say that shit. My bad. But <laughs> that's why I'm a rock guy. <laughs> but um, no, seriously, like music and, and being a, uh, I DJed weddings and proms in high school. So as I got to high school, I started learning like a different of genre of me, like George Strait and the Two Steps and right. those types of stuff, but um and Jose, as you know, as you go DJ weddings and that kind of stuff, yep. you know exactly the staple. Here's ACDC all night long. Everybody's dancing to it. You, you know? know, you
2: know what's funny as uh um and I help MC events with my DJ friend. Shout out to Dave. But the funny thing is, man, when you have—and this is a day and age that we live in—when you have that twelve-year-old girl come up and hey, can you please play WAP? <laughs> what <laughs> the, the fuck? fuck, dude? I know. I'm like, and we, and you know, we sometimes we we have to take it to the the bride and the groom, and uh, nine times out of ten, they're okay with it. So you, I just look at Granny in the corner freaking the hell
0: out when the lyrics are blown Blowing out. Blown out. At, well, is it is it weird because we're having women sing about it? Because dudes have been singing about some shit for a minute
1: oh yeah well i mean growing up both of them were singing some shit so yeah. i mean i just like i said they're just like ford ford out out there with what they're thinking of sex yeah. drugs money
0: you'll never see t swizzle singing shit like that <laughs>
1: but but here,
0: here's the thing is is Ever.
1: how many songs are you gonna sit there and talk about that you know what growing up with gangster rap it, it meant it talked about the streets of, of how they grew up and where they came from and and what they had to worry about.
2: But that, let's let's not lie either, man. They talk about tits and ass too, man. Oh
1: yeah, yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Yeah I... yeah, I mean, you know, today they t- was a good day. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, you know, they talked about the you know the hood rats, you know things like that. Yeah. But I I mean you just don't really hear about it now you know about the life growing up you know none no. of that that and that,
2: that exactly and that's the point that i want to make you know that the rawness involved with you know even even rock and roll i think you know that's gone you know it's more glitz and glamour and what i have and how much money i can make and where i live and look at all these bitches. Right. And, and yeah that's been kind of common through all the years and everything but it's not even
0: it's not authentic anymore no no, no it's it's the difference between going backstage at a country show compared to being in a backstage at a rock show
2: let me tell you <laughs> something there, my friends.
0: Huge difference, you know? <laughs> Huge difference. But that the thing is it's like you think about like just the the genre and how much certain things have changed. Why does everybody hate Nickelback? I don't know. Everybody loved Nickelback uh, I, at one point. I actually
1: I love Nickelback because they had a had a song one of the first couple songs Something that, in your mouth? No. Uh this <laughs> was talked This is a great That song. would be appropriate. Th- yeah. This this particular song talked talked about a male abuse, abuse on yes yes and, yes, I, yes, and yes. I grew up watching my mom going through yeah. that and it really really Never again on. i think is the name yep. of the song i think is what and it I, nice. every time every time that song plays i just something in me just the blood just gets going i just you know the rage of wa- watching my mother going through that and that yeah. man who did that and i wanted to you know do something to him that's a, that, that song right that there. Song that is song is relatable.
0: And, and I'm going to tell you something on the writing of music level, okay? Uh, being in the industry for a really long time, there are a lot of artists um, that I appreciate, but there are a lot of artists, um, and I'm going to use the country format because it's very true. There's a lot of country artists that don't write their own music. They have true. people in Nashville that write their own music. Totally respected. I get that. The thing that I feel in for them to be an artist, they have to sell that song to their audience, okay? So their job is to get the lyrics, read it, memorize everything, get everything, and embrace that song and then sell that song To the audience. The difference about rock artists, okay, and I've met many of rock artists. This is the one thing I will tell you just like Chad Kroger, right there with Nickelback, wrote that song because it was something personal about his life. And that when I, you know, Sully from Godsmack, Austin from Hinder, and, you know, Jacoby from P. Roach, and all these guys that I have luckily enough had the ability to hang out with and really connect with because they're stories. It's all about relate. Right, and these guys have personally "Lips of an Angel" is about a chick from Oklahoma City that Austin wrote a song about "Lips of an Angel." Hinder, it's like those things connect to your audience, but it was something the artist wrote personally about their endeavor and yeah. their life, and that's powerful to me. And,
1: and, and some of some of the stuff that they went through we all experienced dude one time or another
0: hell yeah Nikki Six OD wrote a song about Heroin Diaries you know <laughs> wrote a book about it you I know start my heart yeah and of course Motley Crue with you know with uh, Tommy Lee and you know and his junk now he's got a TV show about it. <laughs> so but anyway guys what else um, would you say musically is something that like if you hear right now Danny what would it bring you back to
1: James Brown what, what? James Brown what? which one I feel good. Uh, okay. I I, I love good. some James Brown. It, I mean
2: I like James Brown too, but I would go with try me, which is a beautiful Try, song. Me's good try Me. There you go. All
1: right. All right. He, uh, uh, I heard I listened to him. I was working at a grocery store back when I was like sixteen and hearing these sixties music, I'm like, what the hell is this music? you know? Mm-hmm. But after you got to listening to it over and over, you're like, this is actually pretty good stuff. You know, yeah. the instruments. And I, I, I don't know about you guys, but 60s music, they could sing about doing drugs, dying, and it all sounds happy. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, we just lost, I mean, the anniversary of, you know, the day the music died. That was just the yeah. other day, you know. And it was a really great uh, atmosphere to go out there and check out the, well, you know, what obviously the crash site was. But very powerful. You think about Richie Valen's was on that, mm-hmm. you know? And of course, Big Buddy Bopper. Holly, Big Bopper, and, and Buddy Holly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that was such a powerful day of loss in music. So, dude, that's that's a good, I wouldn't have thought that from yeah. you about that song. Yeah. What about you, Jose? Oh, I got a ton. I got a ton. Don't light them up, man. But, Perfect. But here, so here's the thing. Uh, with music,
2: you know, being so important, you know, people say, ah, one time at Bandcamp, remember how oh, that was a funny catchphrase? <laughs> I mean, I actually did go to Bandcamp.
0: Oh, my. <laughs> what did you play? Oh, oh, let's not talk about that. Is this where, Trumpet? Uh, this is where all it I started? Wish. Is this where all mm-hmm. this started
2: for you? <laughs> it was way before that, okay. but uh, band, i had a blast at band camp. Uh, shout out to Packers out there, Omaha South High. Woo! Yes, all right, all right. So yeah, we had a little band back then, you know, and everything had our fun. But to me, I still vividly remember MTV and my cousins who were the only ones who had MTV, and we always went to their house to God, check out oh, MTV. Dude. This is around the time where Def Leppard and especially Guns and Roses was heavy and R, back yeah. in the back in the day. So. You know, I was trying to be cool. I remember, ah, oh, and you know, trying to be like up, to, up, uh, up to date with everything. And I was telling my older cousins, I'm like, oh yeah, I just heard this band, Guns and Roses, and they're so good. And my cousin points to the TV. You mean that band? They've been on for like four months, And I'm like, oh jeez. <laughs> Was
0: that you, uh, the Apostate for Destruction, or Use Your Illusion One and Two? I want to say it's the first album, so yeah, Apostate yeah, for Destruction, yeah. if I believe. Welcome it. But to the jungle. jungle, baby. So, and here's oh.
2: a here's a thing that I've kind of realized here recently, right? So, being somewhat music musically inclined and everything, um, I get a lot of people are like, I don't keep up to date with the modern music right now. You know, you're gonna run into some here and there. Yeah. But when people say, hey, you haven't heard of this so-and-so, I'm like, no, I really don't. I don't have time for that, you know, first of all. But second of all, what I have found, guys, is that there's so much music past that yeah. you can still explore and oh, find yeah. so cool. For example, I know I've recently been introduced like Sticks. Dude, I really like them a lot.
0: Come sail away. Yes, come sail away. That's my South Park version they have, Yeah, they have great such, great,
2: song. such great music with them. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, um, great and, song. And you know, the more you know, I'm a big karaoke. A lot of people know that. Yeah, and, uh, I like to get into it. You know, with Journey and and James Brown. Yes, of yeah. course. Um, you know, I do. I do it all R&B and everything. I don't discriminate, and I love my gangster rap. Love my you know old school Chicano rap and everything. Which, by the way. I put this kid on blast the other day who was, you know, he's a producer. I don't know he couldn't have been more than mid-20s or whatever. And his girlfriend was hyping him up. Oh, yeah, he's a producer. He's a composer. He's a rapper. He's an entertainer. And I said, okay, cool. You're from Omaha? Yeah. I said, who is, who was, I should say, the very first rap, bilingual Spanish rap group out of Omaha? He couldn't tell me. He couldn't tell me because he didn't know. And I think we need to do a better job of educating that because yours truly was part of that very really? first rap group in Omaha, 91, 92, 93. Yeah, we were those guys performing out there at Cinco de Mayo with uh, Jose Falcón, uh, Frank Hupp, uh, Grace Arana. I mean, we had a bunch of us, but uh, we were very true to the art. And if you remember what we were talking about, music, right, certain songs that takes you back. Remember that song, Jump, Jump by Crisscross, Cross? Yeah. Dude, I totally
0: wore my pants backwards. <laughs> I totally did that. I can ah, see that. That's me, man.
2: Yeah, we did a sample to that song, I believe, in the very first of the mile that we performed, and we killed it. And then not too far from there, guys, it's kind of a sad story, but uh, we had a, a talent show at South High not too long after that. Wow. And uh, we didn't even place in the top five because really? there was a teacher who was a uh, judge who did not like the gangster rap vibe oh, that we had. Haters too. gonna hate,
0: hate, hate, right. hate, hate, hate. Shake right. it off, damn! <laughs> so dude. shout
2: out to uh, Miss Hernandez for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we like to joke that she uh, squashed our dream back then, but uh, no, I'm still friends with Mr. Falcon. Now uh, you know we still get together and all Good that, people. and he still raps, you know, and that, that's cool that he, he's he still keeping with that but that, that was a cool little story that I, what? Just, I, I, wanted to share. I really would have loved what you were wearing at that time being a rapper man it was all black black gear black gear man la kings la raiders you know yeah khakis uh, or uh, not, not khakis i didn't so. get into khakis all that much but yeah dude rock that is so yeah. awesome though man See, don't, you, don't ask me to spit around i was right gonna now. say i, I was like remember. can we can we hear anything I'm, I'm, more, I'm more of a what do they call it A uh, uh, you know i'm a singer these days so That is, I, uh, you, I
1: gotta ask this do you guys have any uh recordings
2: you know actually we do we i do hs probably um yeah <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I, would, I, would suspect I want no. to remember the guy who took the audio or the, the video gave it to me finally after so many years but he didn't include audio so I need to go uh, back to him. We need to fix that out, and then best best believe I'm gonna you know pound that out there. on We, we should media. put it on on here, it, dude. I would love. I would absolutely put that on there. And, you know, I gotta say, you know, not only were we a rap group, but we were a dance group too. So we were doing things back then that you know other people in the hood and South Omaha, particularly, you know, they you know you didn't see that too often. Yeah, you had a bunch of groups in North Omaha doing their thing, and maybe even. Um, little other parts of town, and everything, but we were
0: killing it. So shout out to my old Bajoceto crew from back in the day. Dude, rock on! I like that, man. Yeah, I I didn't do. I was just like, here's a song, dance to it. <laughs> I was just a DJ. I was, like, you know, here's a couple skate, all right, or whatever. <laughs> all right. You know,
1: right. I, I, I tell you what, you know, uh, Latin music influenced me the way I dance. Yes, because that's why I learned. Yes. you got to move with the rhythm. You can't just move move like you're like you got. Stanky leg.
0: The stanky leg. Whoever came up with that song. Or the other one. <laughs> black and yellow, black and yellow, black. It's like, dude, yeah. what the? Why is it so damn catchy? You know? Yeah. But um, yeah, I agree. Uh, the, the dancing was a big thing because if it wasn't for the music um, and being the kid from Elman Murdoch and just DJing and whatever. I never would have got out and danced and got out of my shell and realized that like, dude, I just it's all about the rhythm and going out and having fun, which helped down the line mm-hmm. with the ladies and all that. It's like Anna you know, the other day we're in the kitchen. She's like, So what's the dance move that you would roll up to the girl with the club at? And I'm like uh, You know what? I, oh shit! Put me on blast. You better put some R and B like mint condition. Yeah, I know. I'm all like, damn. You know, I he said, mint condition. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> thinking. I'm like, to the window, to the wall. You know, I'm like, S-s-s-s-s-s. you know, I don't know. It's
1: like, I, I'd say, you know what? Prince, Pussy Control, Dude, oh. Pay Control, Awesome. I, I tell, I tell you what, the the you didn't have to go get the ladies. The
0: ladies got yeah. you, dude. That was always
2: and a. Sexy Oh, my God. <laughs> Love
0: Damn, it. dude. You know, listen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and motherfucking girls, <laughs> goddamn! Uh, I actually, I went to a radio, and and this is years ago, and I probably should have mentioned this in the other one that I we had earlier. Um, I did go to the Fourteenth Avenue uh, Prince Club Ooh. when I was in Minneapolis because I was there for a radio convention, and I went there, and it was a lot of fun. Um, I had a good time, and it was um, it was the first time we all were wearing lanyards of where you could on the lanyard it would say uh guy girl 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 guy guy mixture of whatever you wanted and this was new to me because this was many years ago and i was like oh okay so you could go if you were interested in whatever you wanted to so i'm like dude i'm going to the club i'm gonna to go to 14th avenue and I had a good time I met a girl and then we uh we got uh, busy on a garage uh parking garage on the hood of a car And I may or may not have a kid in Minneapolis. But anyway, so I just, yeah, that was a, yeah, it was a good time. But Prince, but they they played Prince while I was there. That's what was fucking cool about that club was that that's where he filmed Purple Rain and everything else. And that was, I absolutely believe that Prince is such an influence to so many people, you know,
2: I've been to that same club that you're talking about and, you know, props to them girls up there, man, I don't know how they do it because when we went, it was in the dead of winter. I want to say it was like two degrees, man. And here come these skimpy little girls with the little outfits, waiting yeah. in line for like ten oh, minutes. Oh my God! Yes.
0: Oh, my so goodness.
2: I give props to those girls, the Wisconsinites, man. How Good. they, you know, that they take their clubbing for real. Yeah.
0: Cisco. Oh,
2: dude, thong song.
0: Thong to thong thong thong. <laughs> Every girl's got that thong hanging out of her pants. <laughs> yeah. I was cool.
2: That lasted for about a year. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh my goodness. You, that song came on. Girls are just running by you, showing you. Showing their thong oh to you Oh my
2: god Great time to live Like fishing in a barrel On that one and, and then <laughs> think about Like when the uh, When the Latin thing came in You know Early 2000s With Ricky Jennifer Martin. Lopez And Ricky Jerry Martin, Martin uh, Oh it was a great time Mark To be brown Anthony. Great Jenny time from to be brown mm.
0: Yeah yeah, I was I, writing that. I, dude, there was, there's so many songs that you really can, that's the thing. It's like when I, I, I have like Octane, Turbo, I, I listen to a lot of Sirius XM on in my truck, but I also have like the hip hop station. And it's so funny because I have like, I, I totally will listen to my rock or whatever, and I might even be mooting for uh, some Christian rock music. You know, it's like, dude, I will throw a whole variety in there. Um, and then I will listen to my hip hop and change it up and have some fun. I think that's what I love about music. It hits in different levels, you know. Absolutely,
2: I, I seen a meme the other day that uh, was poking not poking fun, but talking about Christian rap music. How it's harder. Than actual rap <laughs> music these days, dude. You I re-
0: know, they go hard for Christ. <laughs> <kind of thing.
2: laughs>
0: yeah, like there was a rap group DC Talk. I remember going to this festival called Love Fest back in the day. It was like in Milford. My mom took me there, and and you know when I think about music that were influenced, and I remember seeing these bands. I'm like, damn, these things are cool. You know, dudes are on the side of the stage, you know, smoking, doing whatever, and they're getting up there. Jesus Christ is the man, you know. And I was like, dude, these guys are awesome doing what they do, and it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is one song as a kid that I remember, uh, that influenced me to be in radio and it was by a band you might've heard of Starship. Okay. We built, built this city. city on rock and roll. Yeah. That was the one what? song that got me like, Oh damn, I want to do that. When the guy's like, Hey, it's bumper to bumper traffic outside this golden Gate bridge. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I didn't talk like that. I didn't talk like he did, <laughs> but that was the thing. He, it was like, I was like. What the hell is that? That's awesome! No, uh, turn up the radio, dude. When you know, video killed the radio star. I mean, come on, man. That was, you know, that was another the one. Whip it, whip it. Yeah, and they just got nominated for uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Also, I will start out with one of the best concerts that I've ever been. Hmm. Since I'm going to ask you guys this as well, she is nominated as well. And Danny, if I'm not mistaken, I believe you were at this show. Down by the river. Through the woods? Through the woods, no. (laughs) Down by the river we went. Had a good time. Down by the Missouri River. It was, you know what, and honestly,
1: oh, oh, Pat Benatar? There you go. Pat
0: Benatar. Benatar. There was a lot of lesbians at that show, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) there was. But the reason why I say Pat Benatar is because. Not so much like her music. I love, you know, her music is great. I li- I love that. But it was literally the the night, the setting. And I think when when I'm talking about rock shows or any shows for that matter, I'm talking like the atmosphere because I got a great Red Rocks one too, and mm-hmm. I know you've got one as well. Mm-hmm. And but I'm the atmosphere as a whole. So Danny was there. He was with somebody at the time. Did I take a chick? That? Was that what? Was I with? I think so, because uh,
1: if you weren't, you are in trouble.
0: Yeah, I think I was. I was with that girl at the time.
1: I I mean, we were we're getting stared down.
0: Dude, yeah. Yeah, it was a bad day. And so, Pat Benatar comes out to play Shadow of the Night, and the sun was setting directly behind her, and the way that the light kind of just shadowed her, dude, you could not have planned that any freaking better, dude. Like oh, yeah. that was a really neat show. You remember her daughter came out and played?
1: Yeah, well, well, I, uh, I admire her and her husband. They were just in sync, you know. They Dude, were, yeah, and they're the musicians
0: that have been married forever, and they work together.
1: By the way, I got a guitar pick from that concert. I still have to this day. There
0: you go. So that was that. That's probably one of one of my top three. I guess I should say uh, best uh, shows. I, there's so much to talk about with the ranch bowl. As well, which is one of my favorite places, and it's sad it's fucking Walmart now. But yeah. um, Danny or Jose, whichever one you want to go, concerts, any places you've been, some great concerts, man.
2: Ooh, okay. So, uh, for those that know me, they, you know I'm a huge Cypress Hill fan, a huge yeah, Rage Against Machine fan. So you got it, brother. And, so and you know whether you partake in that or not. I, like Danny said, you know I just like their music. Period. You know they just have their own certain way with DJ mugs and so on. But um, yeah, one of my favorite concerts was Cypress Hill, um, Santana. Dude, my God, absolutely! Santana was one of the best. That of uh, concerts of all time especially when they came with those lonely boys which is kind of like their, dude yeah their pro- great song yes their mm-hmm. protege um but then 311 you know 311 Good. came with snoop Dogg one time and that was a hell of a concert out in i can't even remember way out in iowa west, west fair west fair yep yeah wow. that was great so 311 snoop santana rage uh i haven't been to a rage concert yet would have had this goddamn COVID not hit but uh yep. well i'm still looking forward to
1: that they're still coming right something like that
0: yeah there's a lot of good shows coming for sure. What about you, Dan? Concerts?
1: I'd say for for me, the top one, probably Boys to Men and uh, In Vogue. I'm huge. Really
0: huge, huge what? In Vogue fans. Boys to Men, Motown Philly back you know, again. Mm-hmm. Mama, nice.
1: That, that, just watch it. Watching, you know, the old, old school stuff brought a lot of memories back. Especially so Mama
2: and Dear Mama by Tupac. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Tupac, rest man. Yes. But uh, uh,
1: one of, one of the greatest rock concerts I I got to see oh. was, uh, uh, let's see, Three Days Grace, Breaking Benjamin, Seether. Great show, right there. Yeah,
0: Breaking Benjamin puts on a great show, man. Really does. He's got a lot of phobias. He's really scared of a lot of shit. You'd be surprised, but. Uh, he definitely gives it one hell of a good show, man.
1: Oh, yeah. And then uh, I got to see uh, old school uh, uh, Van Halen. They were really good. Aerosmith. Uh, Damn, I've never seen Aerosmith. With Kiss.
2: Oh. Uh, Dude, was I was awesome. there. I went to that one. Were you? Yeah. Really?
1: Where he's flying in the air. Yes. Yeah.
0: I actually thought Kiss did better than Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah, I think. Really? Yeah. I've never seen any one of those two and I I mean I would love to I just never had really the opportunity at the time. Kiss
1: puts on a great yes, live really. show.
0: Damn. Yeah, they're very they're very dedicated to what they do. I know that and they, they don't do. I mean they tour but not as much now I think as they used to but mm-hmm. Uh, definitely. And, I, cool. and, you know, I just want to go back to one thing I said
2: about rage. You know, so I personally, you know, I had an ex girlfriend of mine, and Omaha actually has one of the best cover bands of rage in the entire Midwest, if not the country, if you don't really? know. Um, I go see them whenever they perform here in town, they perform more out of town than anything. But I, mean, I remember I went and they usually perform around the uh, College World Series month, June nice. and all that. I went to call, check them out. My girlfriend at the time was like, oh, my God, I've never seen you rock out ever in a band like that. You know, something about rage it just pulls that out of me. But I also want to say, like, for example, going back to my other side, right? Um, best concerts I've ever been to was unfortunately for the now uh, departed Vicente Fernandez who just passed mm-hmm. away a month ago. Yeah, I've seen him three times live, really? and each time is just amazing, man. Because yeah. I mean, you're you're literally looking at a living legend, you know, and um, it's just great, you know, interacting with everybody because obviously they all know the same songs. But I mean, you're there mostly to pay homage and, and be in awe mm-hmm. of this great man. And yeah, you know you sneak your tequila in a little baggie baggy uh, because you know they can't pat you down that way. Right. So uh, yes, so we found creative ways of how to <laughs> enhance
0: the experience, okay? But that was a great concert. There you go. Um, I at least on a Spanish level, um, I did see Shakira. Ooh. And I saw Shakira at about I think I was about four seats back. On the very front, up in the very front, up there. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my sales guy I worked for at a radio station in Texas, uh, he was going to take a date. And he, she stood him up, which was fucking stupid. He called me. He's like, dude, do you want to go see Shakira? Like, like you, dude, you're going to be able to smell her. And I'm like, hey, yo, girl, can I go see Shakira? You know? And she's like, I guess. Dude, great show. She's spaying, uh, saying pretty much everything in Spanish, though. Uh. So, I mean, but I, I got the gist of it, but her hips don't lie. I was going to ask dude, about that. I was like, yeah. burr, 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 I was memorized, dude. I was like, holy shit. But that was a great show, yeah. definitely. So, uh,
1: let me ask you guys, what was your first concert that you went to?
0: Go ahead, Jose. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think. Um,
2: my first memorable one that I remember has to be Cypress Hill. And you got to keep this in mind. This is probably about 91, 92 And they came with Rage Against Machine, and Omaha booed them off because Omaha was not ready for that kind of thing. Jesus. I remember that vividly. Uh, Zach Del Rocha said some sanitary, uh, whatever, some bad words, whatever, and he literally threw down the mic and just walked off because, again, Omaha wasn't ready for that. But that's probably my most memorable one. And I remember uh, Sendog jumped off stage and it was how i could just kill a man right mm-hmm. and that motherfucker just jammed that motherfucking microphone right in my face like hit me hard oh and it, you know wanted me to to sing the verse to how i can just Kill, kill man. A man. i did that and it was like yeah and walked
0: off and that was great for me right there. dude hell yeah dude. man um best concert at least um seen live but also just in the atmosphere i'm a big fan of acoustic music for one i really love seeing acoustic music uh, just and Breaking Benjamin is big on acoustic yeah. and I love it um, because what it does it strips down the artist and just with a guitar and that's what I loved about like doing in-studio um, stuff uh, Pop Evil um, that was really cool um, Lee and I kicked it off and it was just a really great time and, and that it comes back down to the music the lyrics and the connecting because being in radio I'm a fan I'm a fan of them it's like dude I'm not just a radio dude just like talking shit I'm like dude I love your music and so my uh my chicken and we went up to red rocks amphitheater and saw Godsmack, deftones puddle of mud and uh it was one more on that one as well um so it was god smack deftones puddle of mud um all on that bill saliva uh no i think it was one more and and it sucked because it was so dude the whole atmosphere was badass i mean it sucked because it was like dude i can't to picture a show one when Godsmack's on stage they're playing voodoo and the lights are reflecting off the rocks and then there was a thunderstorm down below you see denver you see the lights uh the thunderstorm and all that do you just could not picked a better atmosphere for a freaking show and that's You're what just
1: mesmerized dude it
0: i to this day i can't it, i can explain to you how cool that was you know but when i think about like locally The Ranch Bowl, to me, here in Omaha, was such a catalyst for so many bands. Iconic. And one of the last shows I saw there, um, though I saw Godsmackle, like 15 people there. It was fucking crazy when I think about it. But um, I saw ICP there. Insane Clown Posse? Yeah. I was there on the night that the dipshit kept throwing M&Ms at the band and the band was going to go or come, go and come back and do an encore, but instead they beat the shit out of the dude out in the sand <laughs> and the band got arrested and had to come back and they made MTV and I was like, fuck, I was at that show. It was, cra- <laughs> dude, it was crazy.
2: And I think the audience needs to know that there was like, the reason why that's funny is because there was major beef between Insane Clown Posse and the rapper Eminem. Yes. And that's why they were doing that. Yes,
0: very much so. Yeah, it was a bad deal and dude, I was... I was all about the great Malenko man, and I mean it was fun. It was a great change of pace from the normal rock shows that I would go to. But one thing I can say is support local music. Absolutely, that is a big thing because these bands locally are working their ass off to try to get out and tour and get out and do stuff. You know,
1: absolutely. Even reach, even listen to like you know regional uh, mm-hmm. artists. You know, the more voices that they hear, the 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 better they're gonna get
0: yeah absolutely man. And, I, and
2: that's why i respect that is it the river that's still doing it right yeah. promoting local i mean yeah. I, I respect that tremendously anybody that does that um but that's just a, the power of music guys to me you know i i have a wide range of music that i what, what's that genre with like zoot suits and and and, and like alley cats and you know yeah um, i don't know
0: what it's called but is it, is it i would say big band, big but, band. but it's yeah, yeah kind of like kinda oh, i like love that. that i love that stuff yep. man
2: it's, it's so cool to listen to and watch especially if there's people dancing you know that, um I'm trying to remember the songs in the group that I like. Big bo- Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Dude, oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love them dudes. But I also like country, a little bit of country. Um, there's this group, Midland, or Midlands, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, they, dude, uh, I would totally party with yeah, them. Yeah, and I think Shit, they're actually coming yeah. to Omaha. They're coming to Omaha, so... uh you know, that's the power of music, you know, in English or Spanish or Portuguese or whatever. You know, it's just, it, it's universal. It's beautiful. Um, it's whatever you take from it. And, you know, coming from a guy who does karaoke with my English friends and my Spanish friends, you know, shout out to all my my little uh, <laughs> karaoke crew. Whenever we get together, we just love it, man. Music is just. Dude, life, we, life.
0: I was surprised when we went to Colorado, man. All of a sudden, he just came out with the voice of an angel over oh, there. Sure. I had no idea what <laughs> oh, was oh, going to fucking go down. Did you melt? I. You know what? I was a little wet. So Anyway, <laughs> that might have been a little bit of pee from the beer, but you know, other than that, so I, dude, I'm telling you, you do really well in karaoke. I, I've always thought it'd be so much fun to do that, but I never could find like the song that I think would like I could voice well or sing well. I guess I don't know.
2: Well, it's been a long co- time coming, too, guys, because, you know, karaoke, it's big now. It's everywhere. Yes. But back, you know, 15, even 20 years, when I first did karaoke, I'll never forget this, too. Uh, I think it was at Legends down on, uh, mm-hmm. not yeah. Legends, or one of one of them chains down there. But I remember that it wasn't that popular whatever. And I went in, and uh, the DJ called me by my name. Oh, coming up to the stage, Jose. And a little bit of clapping, maybe 10 people in the audience. And there's this lady sitting at the very front. And I walked up there And she's like Oh alright La Bamba Great Oh <laughs> I'm like What I got I got instantly pissed off Right I'm like What the f-? And I got on, on the mic And everything I'm like What the hell Makes you think That because I'm brown I'm gonna be over here Doing La Bamba You should be ashamed Of yourself And I go And you know I, I checked her out And she was like Teary eyed And was like Oh my god I'm so, oh, sorry. I'm so sorry And I'm like Yeah let this be a lesson oh. Maestro but bada La bomba. She uh, called it. She called it well, man. Oh, my God.
0: Don't forget that. that. You know what? There's nothing wrong with having a, like a staple of something that you might want to sing. I mean, dude, Dan, we got you up there doing some stuff. Yeah. I yeah, loved you it, did. man. I loved it. That was a good time. So um, what would you say right now? We're going to wrap this up. What is your like top three songs right now that you're jamming to or that you like Ooh. or um, even just a popular band right now? It doesn't have to be your top three songs. If you want, do but
1: whatever. For me, top three, I'm going... 90s early 2000 rock and then I, I'm really into a lot of this French uh, hip hop music and then I listen to a little bit of Irish rap okay so it, I'm just all over the place yeah
2: there you go I like that Jose what you got man okay so when I get stuck on a song I, I like play it over and over and over yes. for whatever in reason there. so two of mine are in Spanish uh, which is one which really cool it speaks to me um, I'm trying to think oh Midland uh, the one about Drinking, I don't yeah. remember the name of the, the yeah song, I know what you're about It's a that. really good song, really good beat. Um, and then um, you know, I, I always like my old school stuff. So Bretton Woods, and um, I like a lot of uh, what's his name? What's that? Not not uh, God damn it! Not the R and B guy, but uh,
0: R and B sixties, seventies, all that's good. Let's just leave it at that. There you go. No, dude, there's my dad, my stepdad that, you know, unfortunately passed away. He had, he got me into a lot of those 60s, 70s bands. It's where I learned a lot of the Buddy Holly, that kind of stuff. And that's why it was so important when I got to go to Clear Lake to, to you know, pay respect for that. But yeah. um, right now, I think, I mean when I, I go through the playlist of the stuff that i have to play but um bring me the horizon is a band that i really like um bad wolves who is coming to They're town pretty good yeah and even though they got a new lead singer right now i'm i'm kind of digging it it's, it you know sounds good but dude there's so many rock staples it's nice to see the guys that they're still around, you know, when I think about Metallica and Godsmack yeah. and Puddle of Mud and you saliva. know the Saliva and all Incubus. these bands that are doing what they do. I love Incubus, man. And Brandon, the lead singer, is about to put out a solo record. And man, there's so many just so much good stuff. But dude, I'll catch myself on the weekends watching CMT country videos, you know, yeah. just kind of staying upbeat on what's yeah. going on, right. you know. And I think that's the thing. That to me it's such a respect for the music that I love and um that's what I like to learn and especially Being um, engaged to a Latino, yeah, get used Uh, to it. Yeah, there's a lot of music around here that I'm like learning. I'm like every day, I'm like, or every week, I'm like, teach me a new word. You know, it's
1: absolutely the the more the more you communicate, the better you both are going to be.
0: Yeah, there was uh, we've been kind of pitching uh, wedding songs Mm -hmm. and uh, trying to find a American Spanish song that would work because in you know it. We didn't really have a song to start out with, I guess. We didn't really, like, at the time, it just didn't happen. So they were like, now we're like, well, shit, we got to have a wedding song. Man, for you guys, I'd recommend Livin' La Vida Loca. Dude, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, She'd be all about that, actually. But (laughs) no, there's a a really cool song. Um, She really likes Bad Bunny and a few other um, um, people that she likes. And and I'm like, you know what? Dude, I'm down. It's all about compromise to me, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you learn.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to learn. We're going to take some sort of dance class. Well, and you got, you know, artists, you know, that are crossing over a lot right now,
2: too, with the Spanish genre and everything. So, one of my favorite songs right now is Hawaii with uh, uh, The Weeknd and, uh, oh, I'm going to forget this. It's not Bad Bunny, but it's, uh, I don't know, one of those guys, Jay Blobin or one of them.
0: Yeah. There's there's a lot of coming. Well, and when I watch the Grammys or any awards show, man, I really start paying attention to the, you know, the Spanish language because I'm like, I'm learning. I'm like, okay. Because she has it in the car all the time. So I get in and I'm like, all right who's that and so you know mm-hmm. you know i don't know but it's interesting so guys thank you so much for talking music man i, I, I want to gonna... mention one thing
2: guys yes we still ha- we're gonna take another trip obviously but remember we put out the dates out there for red rocks again yes we have a lot of good artists coming there including ice cube cyprus again oh, uh you, you name it they're out there and oh um sublime i have never seen them live I no would me love either. To. i like that dude that Roman ice cube
0: sublime. Uh, Predator Record Oh yeah God I, I just listen to that A lot man mm, Wicked mm. Yeah dude Oh my god <laughs> There's your wedding song <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's what be. um, Before I go uh, We did get a chance To go see Fluffy The other day um, It was absolutely Great to- And And they, they were like Oh if there's any White guys in the crowd uh, Sorry <laughs> it, was, it was so funny. They're like, don't offend us, please, or whatever. It was fun.
1: <laughs> Shout out to Fluffy. Hell, hell of a concert, dude. It really was. All, all the all those comedians were, were really. Yeah, and good. the guy
2: from Omaha. Oh yeah, Larry uh, Omaha
0: Barrientos. Shout yes, out to him. Yes. Yep.
1: South High grad, yes, yes.
0: dude. That was really good. And he was talking about South High, so it was really cool for for my girl and for you as well. And um, got to meet your sister, Dan. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Got to meet the other sibling of Dan. Yeah. That was that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, she she's uh she's one of my rocks. She keeps me going.
0: Yep. Well, I know uh, next week is Super Bowl. I'm hoping to uh, get one in next week on this as well. Pre-game stuff before the festivities start as we um, get ready for the gangster halftime show. <laughs> I'm
1: ready. Bringing back to the memories. There
0: tonight. you go, uh, Jose. Anything else we roll out? Uh, just a quick shout out to my grandmother who's turning 95
2: Whoa. today. So feliz cumpleaños a mi mamanicha And then shout out to Terry and Heather. The wedding that I went to last night. Congratulations Congrats. to them. Hell yeah. And uh, you know, live long and prosper all that good stuff absolutely dan
1: i'd like to give a shout out to the people that are on the own it page keep doing what you're doing yeah keep sending the positive vibes uh the left-hand artists keep keep uh putting that art out there we really appreciate it and then some of the local artists with their music love it keep going one
2: one last thing speaking of local artists so go support uh local dj a very handsome young man who happens to share my dna nice Void Blossom, V-O-I-D Blossom, um, really good DJ producer slash, you name it. I can attest. He's an innovator and uh, he's doing some really good work out in Denver,
0: but originally yep. from here. So shout out to mijo. There you go, man. When we make ourselves uh, back out that way, we're gonna we're gonna hit a club and we're gonna have some fun. Hundred percent. There you oh, go. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much. It's Randy's Rock of Life. See